gender. So what will happen now is that legal will, together with the research team, will make reflections on changes that have taken place uh, from the last time we met in relation to the report. If colleagues would remember, um, in December, we had attempted to adopt the preliminary report on our inquiry on Professor Mbati's appointment at SMU and um, uh, you know his time at Univen and other related matters. However, considering the inputs that had been made um, from uh, members, we had to test those legally. So um, legal had asked that we afford them the opportunity to engage with the various um, to engage with the various submissions that were made um, by members, but also there were members who had not had time to go through the report thoroughly um, and thus had asked that they be given some time for them to make um, it, some reflections and then therefore, uh, if need be, make contributions or submissions to the report. Uh, and that is a, the basis on which we then moved the meeting or moved the adoption of the preliminary report to the following year essentially to the new term. Um, so that's, uh, we, then, we then gather again colleagues when legal has um, engaged the contributions that were made by various uh, members and they will then be reporting back to us um, together with the research team on <clears throat> those particular submissions. This meeting shouldn't be long colleagues at all because I think we have been engaging on, on this report uh, for a while now. Um, perhaps also we must um, indicate our concern with the leakage of the preliminary report, as colleagues would have seen that there was mention to the report in in, uh, in newspaper articles, uh, you know, articles quoting, misquoting, in fact, um, the report. And so, you know, we would have appreciated that members would have in themselves appreciated the fact that that was a preliminary report that um, had not yet been, been, been adopted and therefore should have remained with members. Uh, nonetheless, um, we are not deterred and we will continue to do the work that we are tasked to do. So I will then hand over to um, Fatima and uh, the team from legal as well as then our team from the research unit. Uh, Memo Diba is, is on sick leave, so I trust that our research team will then be represented by um, uh, Agnetha and then reports to, to, to members. Members can make commentary uh, and then we'll go directly into adopting the preliminary report. I think we must make it very clear that this is a preliminary report, and because we are a fair committee, we will allow for affected parties to interact with the preliminary report um, and make their submissions to us as a committee where they believe the report may not be a true reflection of, 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 of the engagement of the process, um, and then we'll interact with that. And so at this point in time, um, we, are, we, are, we are allowing for affected parties to interact with the report. And, and this is all in our commitment as a committee to ensuring that this process is fair. So I will then hand over to Fatima um, and then followed by Agnetha.
Thank you, Fatima. Sorry, Chair. Uh, just before you do that, can I record the apologies um, of the honorable members um, from the DA, Honorable King, Honorable McKessie, as well as Dr. Latrit? Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Anele. Apologies. I should have asked for um, apologies at the beginning of the meeting. Apologies for that. Uh, Fatima, you may continue. Um, thank you very much, Chair. Um, Chair, as you indicated in the last uh, meeting, members requested an opportunity um, to go through the report more thoroughly and then provide us with comments. Um, indeed, comments were received uh, from several members and the team worked together to go through those suggestions. And wherever the suggestions were legally sound, they were incorporated into the report. There was, in fact, nothing um, major that deviated in any way from, from the first draft report. Um, in many cases, it was just a change in wording, uh, things like putting in a specific time frames uh, for the department in particular to get back to us on various issues, uh, which we then built in. So as I indicated in the last meeting, Chair, it was our view at that time that the report was reasonable, it was well-balanced, and we were satisfied with the process to date. That remains um, the case, even as we've developed um, this second draft um, report. Our, our main concern, of course, at this point is that we do afford affected parties, as you said, an opportunity to have a look at the report and to engage with the report. And the purpose of that, Chair, is by no means to reopen the process. Rather, it's just to ensure that what we have captured in the report is correct, that we've understood witnesses correctly, that where we've indic indicated that um, there was perhaps not um, sufficient evidence to substantiate certain claims, that we haven't maybe missed evidence that was um, submitted and so on. So it really is to check uh, for correctness. Um, and legal will look quite closely at any comments received um, from affected parties once that happens. Chair, during the, the process of re-looking at, um, at the report and considering the comments that had come in, we also note that we had received um, what I'll refer to as whistleblower affidavits that spoke um, to the process of the appointment of Prof Mbati um, and that made certain allegations um, in respect of that process. Our advice, um, Chair, was that this information has come in at a very late stage after we've already closed the hearing portion um, of the inquiry. Um, and, and that was unfortunate because the process has been open to date. Um, we've always welcomed any evidence at any appropriate time. So, you know, it was... Um, it was inexplicable as to why this evidence was only given really at the at the very tail end once we had closed um, our oral hearings and we had all, in fact already drafted uh, the preliminary report. That being said, Chair, we did ensure that we we build in um, a section in the report um, where we say that we will follow closely um, with SMU what the developments are in terms of that investigation. They have come out to make a public statement to say that they are going to investigate um, those allegations. So we have made, um, made it mandatory on them to now report back to us on those investigations. And we will obviously follow that very closely 
in terms of the the oversight mandate um, of the committee. Um, SMU will also be given a, a copy of the report, so if they have any further comments to make on that particular aspect, that can be done at that time. Uh, but the committee would not be in a position right now to test that evidence. And of course, without testing the evidence, we can't place um, any reliance on that. But as a whole, Chair, we, we're fairly happy um, with the report from a legal perspective and also with the process that has been followed um, to date. I'm sure Agnetha can give some more information on, on the content issues um, if members so require. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Fatima. Um, Agnetha? Good morning, Chair. Good morning, members and colleagues. Um, are you able to see the PowerPoint? Yes, ma'am, we are. All right. Um, I think the PowerPoint that I'm going to share now is sort of just reiterating what um, Fatima has, has reflected on in terms of where we are at with the, with the report. Um, the contents of the presentation will just allude to committee resolutions of the meeting dated the 10th of December, and then just an update on the response um, from the content research and legal team as well as just um, reflecting on the new additions to the draft report and as well as the new submission that we have received. Um, on the 10th of December, um, committee resolutions of, of that meeting, when the committee convened to consider the first preliminary draft report in respect of the inquiry into the appointment process of Professor Pimbati as the Vice-Chancellor of the Safako Mahato University and related matters. Both the content research and legal team presented their reflections on the process, as well as the draft report that was before the committee at the time. The committee then discussed the report and the sentiments expressed were as follows. The ANC members supported the report, however, submitted additional input, which was then read to the committee. The EFF supported the report. The DA and the Freedom Front Plus noted that they needed more time to read and submit the inputs to the Secretariat of the committee. The committee then resolved to allow the parties that requested time to go through the draft report and submit the input within seven working days from the date of the meeting that took place, the 10th of December. Um, the committee also resolved to postpone the adoption of the draft report due to the request to submit additional inputs and for the need for the content and research and legal teams to consider and advise on the new submissions. To date, the Secretary did not receive submissions from the DA and FFP. A response by the, the content and research and legal team on the submission of the other parties. The teams considered input by the ANC to assess whether they are legally sound and aligned with the objectives of the process. In addition, the team also checked interventions that were already in place by the Department of Higher Education and Training to address some of the proposed recommendations. There were few areas that the teams noted that there was no legal basis for such proposed recommendations to be made. The team found that some of the proposed recommendations were already addressed by the Diet in the policy framework on GBV. 
There were many areas where the teams agreed with the proposed recommendations. The response from the team was then referred to the ANC for further for its consideration. In terms of new additions to the draft report, um, the draft report incorporated the new additions made by members. We have highlighted the new additions to the report in yellow for ease of reference. We have provided all the numbers of the new additions as well to the members in the draft report as it is. In terms of a new submission received, after the committee concluded its evidence gathering and hearings, it received submissions from whistleblowers, labeling serious allegations that Professor Mbati and certain officials of the SMU, who were also members of the interview panel for the VC position, colluded to secure Professor Mbati's appointment as the SMU VC. It is not clear why these submissions were not provided earlier as the committee's processes have been open. The submission was received this January of 2022 when members were on constituency. The team then proposed that the committee should refer the matter to the SMU Council for further investigation as the allegations only reached the committee when it had already concluded its hearings. The committee has also learned that the SMU Council is now in the process of investigating the allegations internally and will await the outcomes accordingly. The committee views these allegations in a very serious light and will follow developments closely. The team made proposals in the report for the committee's consideration thereof. In terms of the affected parties, after the adoption of the preliminary draft report, it will be sent to the affected parties for their comments. There will be time frames given to the affected persons to send their comments to the committee. The committee will consider the representations and amend accordingly, only if there is evidence to substantiate the contested area. A final report will be considered and adopted for tabling for the House, to, for the house consideration so that recommendations can therefore be made to House resolutions. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Agnitha, and thank you very much to Fatima as well for, for those um, reflections. I'd like to now open up for members to engage. If there's any commentary from members, Honorable Lutier. All right, I'll take Honorable Lutier for now. Can I go ahead? Yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you very much, uh, Chair. Good morning to yourself. Good morning to honorable members. Um, good morning to the team, the legal team and um, the committee team. Um, just the first one, I think it's a correction on the, on the notes, on the, um, the report itself, the new report. I think uh, if they can just go to 2.7, um, I think uh, I, I'm not sure if that is the correct uh, date there, uh, 10 January uh, this year. Uh, I think that is a that is not the correct uh, date. Uh, if they can just maybe clarify why uh, 
um, are they saying they were met this year to adopt the the report on 2.7 preliminary inquiry report. The committee considered and adopted the preliminary report on the 11th of January this year as by the terms of reference. I think uh, there might be a a mistake there, so let them please fix uh, that part. I think for now, Chair, uh, on the changes, uh, that is uh, one part that I would have um, um, noticed. Uh, I would have <clears throat> obviously wanted to go also to... Um, and what is this one? I'm just trying to scroll quickly to my... Uh, Um, yeah, maybe for now, so without missing that, let me give others whilst I want to locate my second and last point here on, on my notes. Thanks, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Lidia. Yes, indeed, I think that 2.7 is supposed to be um, 11th February, colleagues. Um, and, I, uh, you know, from what Honorable Lidia has said, colleagues would like to continue to implore on yourselves to continue to, I'm no, I know that Honorable Litsia and many others may continuously go back to the report and engage on it, right? The preliminary report and engage on it. And so I'd like to implore on yourselves to continue doing that. And when you're finding challenges or concerns with uh, even, you know, grammatical issues, um, spelling, you know, uh, menial sort of uh, um, uh, matters like that, that do change how different people could read the document this is still a working document because it is a preliminary report and we, we you know we genuinely implore yourselves to send those um uh submissions to 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 the committee staff um honorable Boshoff. honorable Boshoff. Okay, I think Honorable Boshoff's device may be giving him challenges, uh, considering that many members are probably in Acacia Park and the, the network in Acacia Park is really bad. So I'll then um, go to Honorable Mashati, Honorable Webb. Sorry. Okay. All right, I think you're now audible, Honorable Boshoff. Sorry, Honorable Mashati. Uh, thank you, Chair. I'm sorry. Uh, apparently, I didn't tap the um, tap to speak hard enough. Um, uh, now, I, I, I have a very short response. Uh, I would like to say that I think this is a good example of uh, parliamentary oversight function. Uh, if I look at the time consumed by this and by the detail in which it was uh, conducted, it would not be possible to do this with every university and every uh, uh, well, institution where such problems may occur, and I think that that's a suddenness with which it was done, and the um, the, the the detail in which the report was uh, compiled uh, should be assigned to any other uh, people, uh, institutions, and persons um, that the uh, parliamentary committee on higher education takes its oversight role uh, seriously and uh, that there are not dark corners to hide anything. The detail, I think, is uh, 
such that one had to commit oneself for a few months actually to know what's going on in this thing. Um, and with a political program, that's not always easy because there are so many different things uh, claiming one's attention. Uh, but uh, uh, Dr. Arendse mentioned that we as a Freedom Front Plus uh, asked for more time to investigate and to uh, give feedback, um, which we did not because we did not find anything to, um, uh, to improve or whatever. Um, so... Being in politics, one is always a little bit suspicious uh, whether one is actually dealing with uh, <laughs> some faction fighting within a party, and that makes one uh, wanting to reserve your uh, judgment a little bit. Um, but uh, as far as I could see with, with uh, my whole investigation into the investigation, uh, this is a sincere form of uh, oversight and uh, something that the committee and the staff, especially, who did a, a lot of work into this. And I, and I want to name the previous uh, chair, uh, Mr. Philip Mapulani, for his dedication to this uh, specific project. So thank you very much, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Boshov. Um Colleagues, uh, Annele and um, Agnetha, if you could kindly go into the minutes of the previous meeting to make sure that um, our reflections on, 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 you know, what Honorable Boshoff is referring to are accurate, because Honorable Boshoff uh, is not necessarily agreeing with the presentation made by um, colleagues from the research unit. So if we could just look into that, please. Um, uh, that, that that will be greatly appreciated. Um, and then indeed, Honorable Boshoff, I think, you know, the, the previous chair, Honorable Mapulani, now DM, always uh, emphasized the fact that um, what we are trying to do through this inquiry is to um, address challenges, um, systemic challenges that could cut across various institutions um, in order for us not to see what has what could have possibly um, been shortcomings um, at the institution in addressing some of the related matters that were brought to our attention, to ensure that they don't continue to um, exist in other institutions across the sector. So yes, indeed, it's one institution that we've been working on, or rather two institutions we've been working on, which is Univen and Sifako and, and, and Mokato University. But you know, this is not only to look into uh, the issues in those particular institutions, but to the sector at large. And I think some of the recommendations that we have made um, in, this, in, this, in this preliminary report speak to that, speak to the fact that we are trying to address sectoral challenges um, yeah, so I'll then like to note the hands of, of Honorable Mashati, followed by Honorable Manani. So, Honorable Mashati. Thank you very much, Chair, and good morning to colleagues, uh, staff members, and everybody on the platform. Uh, Chair, I would have reserved my comments after <laughs> after Honorable Boshoff precisely because he had actually. Um, covered me to a large extent, but it is quite important that as members of the committee, where job well done is done, <laughs> we give gratitude to, to the staff members. I must indicate that um, 
we need to give gratitude to the parliamentary staff, inclusive of the legal services. And as far as the report is concerned, their diligence in dealing with the matters and the you know forward backward movement that has happened in the relations to us being afforded in ample time to to go back to the report. You know, we're given more than two, three months to to really go deeper into to the report. I must indicate, uh, Chair, that the report in the manner is written, is written in a profound way that each and every South African who has an opportunity to read this report would understand it. That is, you know, given that it has legal implications and so forth and so on, we really want to applaud the staff that it actually dealt with issues of ambiguity where, you know, there's no misinterpretation of facts and issues raised in the report. Thirdly, is the issue of the sectoral element that this report or this inquiry uh, has given us an opportunity to look in other issues that are related to the legal or um, our own, um, you know, uh, legislation, by the way. It has. It was able to look at loopholes, the gaps that are there in the legislation that we as a committee should actually consider in the future. So this particular process was quite beneficial to the department, to the committee itself, and to South Africans at large. And lastly, Slalo, one would want to really indicate that the, the manner in which legal services has done dealt with this issue. It gives us gives one comfort that um, there are no hidden agendas in as far as this process is concerned. Because from time to time, we took the matter back to them where there was misunderstandings, misinterpretation, and so forth. And we want to say at this point that we do appreciate the work that they have done as legal services that where we had differences and we, we were able to engage them and say, here we agree, here we don't agree, and to a large extent found a common ground in as far as the process is concerned. With those few words, I really, really wish to, to appreciate the work that has been done and would ordinarily uh, want to move for the adoption of the preliminary report, but will await that time when you... you uh, as per your directives. Thank you very much, Clark. Thank you very much, um, Honorable Whip Masati. Uh, now I'd like to move on to Honorable Mananiso. Okay, uh, thank you, Chairperson, and good morning to all the members on the platform. Uh, I would like to start by actually welcoming the report and overall acknowledge and appreciate the work done by our supporting staff and without him. Uh, Chairperson, my first question would be on the issue of uh, the inputs that you were awaiting from uh, FF Plus and GA, to say at least from what Honorable Boshoff could have said about acknowledging the fact that we received the report, we went through uh, the, the documents and so on, but I just want to check what could be the standing point of, of these two participants participating in this process of accepting the report, yet we have, we have given them an opportunity as well to... 
Yes. Sorry, honorable man. Um, I, I'm not sure. I I missed a part, and I think maybe um other colleagues could have also missed a part because I think I don't know, your mic. I don't know if it's too close or too far, but there's something a challenge with the mic. Okay, can you hear me now? Okay, I think that's a bit better. Oh, all right. It's, it's this issue of connectivity in Akashi. I'm asking what could be the implication of uh EFF especially FF plus and PA not making their inputs as we could have recommended previously and given them time for it. And uh, secondly, Chairperson, uh, I think we must acknowledge the fact that uh, the work that has been done is about redressing as well in this particular institution. And on some of on the documents, this one that we have just received, I didn't see anything that actually indicates that we requested the council to actually apologize for to uh, uh, Ms. Pamela. Uh, so I, I just want to check uh, why is it omitted? Uh, perhaps maybe I overlooked it. And I believe that that one, we still need it to show that we actually uh, want to address and make sure that nobody becomes a victim in this process. Uh, lastly, Chairperson, I'm covered by members to say the nice thing about this particular oversight it is actually to strengthen governance and management in our institutions. Moreover, in terms of implementation of sexual harassment policies, because we have learned through this process that those policies are there, but they were lost. And with this process, we are able to actually strengthen that uh, we don't see this particular uh, incident happening as situation in our institution. So, uh, it's job well done, and for us as the portfolio committee, uh, at least it really shows that we are the committee of everybody, and uh, we see everyone as equal in this spaces. So uh, we just need to soldier on and make sure that moving forward in this institutions, chairperson, uh, we don't leave uh, any stone unturned, more especially for those we cannot comply in terms of implementing our policy. I thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Mananiso. I'd then like to hand back to um, colleagues from legal and the research unit as well. Uh, I struggled, I heard, um, I tried to uh, to put together the, the remarks from Honorable Mananiso. I hope colleagues managed um i think the one was about submissions uh the impact of submissions not made as requested the other one was about an apology to propendla by council the last one was just i think um you know reiterating the importance of the work that we've done um honorable Lizia, you had asked to allow members to engage and then return at a later stage would you still like to say something uh, good morning again chair I think um, um, I'm very happy with um, the additional info on the report um, uh, 4.30, uh, to be exact, uh, 4.30 uh, point something, something there. I'm very happy with that. Um, yeah, from 4.30.1, 4.30.2, 
uh, 4.30.3 chair. I think um, th- that is what uh, would made that is what uh, additions uh, would have made, and I'm I'm extremely happy with that inclusion chair. And uh, if there are no objections, I will therefore like to move for the adoption of the amended first draft uh, preliminary report. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, you and 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 the whip uh, are ahead of us, but uh, it's good to see that there's support from colleagues um, on this matter. Um, I just like to also just, I mean, I'm just looking through as Honorable Itzio was referring to four point um, thirty point three. I think uh, on page eighty three, I think colleagues there we then say four point thirty point one again. I think we meant to say four point thirty point four. You see, those are the small um, uh, areas that we're going to continue having to look out for, you know. Um, So that's that's, that's why we call it a preliminary report, a working document, because uh, I think it's been quite a huge task um, that the committee, together with the committee staff, have embarked on. And I think, um, you know, we then need to collectively assist one another in, in sharpening um, the work that we have done through this report. I'd like to then hand back to uh, colleagues from legal and from from research. Fatima? Um, thank you, Chair. The sound wasn't very good, but if I understood the, the question correctly, the concern was that um, there were certain parties that have not inputted um, into the report or commented. Am I correct in my understanding that 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 is the concern. Uh, yeah. So so basically, the fact that after, if I'm also um, rehashing what Honorable Mananiso uh, said, because uh, the, the the sound was a bit poor. So I think what I what I believe to have heard is that if considering the fact that there were colleagues um, who had requested to make uh, to be given time to read the document and then possibly make submissions, is there any impact? Um, on 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 the process, I guess, of the work that we've been doing, um, yeah, with the fact that they did not make additional submissions. Um, Chair, so the short answer is no. Um, this process is no different to any other work um, that any committee undertakes. Um, so similar to if a committee was processing legislation, you may find that um, certain parties are are more active than others. Um, that that certain people on the committee would have more comments than other people have. Um, what matters is, is that a fair opportunity um, was given. So I don't think that there's any, that there's any concern. And of course, um, the most important thing is that at the time that the final report is adopted, um, every party has the right to um, either agree to the, the adoption or to reject the report. And that, of course, will be reflected um, at the time. So I'm, I'm not too concerned about that, Chair. Thank you. Um, thank you very much, Fatima. And then the other question was with regards to um, Honorable Manis just asking for clarity on whether or not the apology, uh, I think there was a submission for the apolo- for an apology to be made to Prof Pendler by counsel. Um, I, 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 if we can just confirm if that, she was asking if that's still present um, and perhaps possibly if she's not seen it uh, through her readings. I don't know if you can respond to that. If not, maybe Agnita. Uh, 
Um, Chairperson, to the best of my recollection, it is in the report, uh, but Agnetha can can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I, I think it is in the chair um, that, that, that they must apologize. Thank you. Thank you very much, Fatima. Um, Agnetha? Okay, um, I'm just going to double check quickly where it was captured and then I'll revert soonest. Uh, Chair, um, the, okay. the the point raised by uh, Honorable uh, Mananiso, it is still in the report. I can confirm. Thank you, Chair. Okay. Thank you very much, Anele, for that. Um, colleagues, um, Agnetha, any other responses from your side? Um, I'm covered by Fatima, Chair, and um, just to note that, that um, the apology um, reflects on page 97 of the report, just for ease of reference for, for members. But I'm covered by, by Fatima with regards to the um, implications of inputs from, from the various, uh, from members. And um, yeah, so I think we, we covered there. Okay. And then I guess uh, between yourself, um, uh, Dr. Aransa and, 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 um, Anele, um, if colleagues could just double check then on from the minutes and refer in writing back to Honorable Boshoff if there's a need for us to apologize there. Um, so colleagues, thank you so much for, for all your inputs um, and the responses as well from, um, from, from legal responses from the research unit. We truly appreciate the support that you've given to the committee for it to be able to do its robust oversight in ensuring that we, 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 we aid the sector to achieve its core mandate. We were very clear that in this process, we are not embarking on any particular witch hunt. Ours is to strengthen the sector by ridding it of any ills uh, that currently absolve it. So that is what we're trying to work on here. And we are committed to ensuring that the process is fair. And that is why we are allowing for, um, for witnesses uh, and, and, and various um, affected parties to engage with the work that we've done thus far. Um, and so we also up, uh, implore on, on colleagues to continue to make submissions. It is a working document up until we adopt the final report. At this stage, we are working on the preliminary report. Um, and I think many members from Honorable Boshoff to Honorable Mashati, Honorable Mananiso, they all um, reiterated um, sentiments around the importance of the work that we are trying to do here and how it will strengthen the institutions affected, but also the sector at large in ensuring that we can achieve the core mandate of higher education and training. Colleagues, having said that, I would then ask that we officially note any hands that seek to adopt um, this report. Honorable Litsie. Without fear of contradiction, also I would like to thank the legal team and the committee staff for putting together such a heavy uh, but uh, uh, such a heavy document that, uh, that you know, reads so easy. 
I would like uh, Chairperson to uh, therefore move for the adoption or propose that we adopt the <coughs> edited um, draft uh, preliminary report. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much, Honorable Litsie. Honorable Litsie moves for the adoption of the preliminary report. Um, Honorable Mashati. Thank you very much, Chair. Let me uh, second the adoption of the report. Honorable Mashati adopts, sorry, Honorable Mashati um, supports the adoption of the preliminary report uh, on the inquiry on Professor Mbati's um, appointment at SMU and related matters. Colleagues, um, the preliminary report um, on this particular inquiry has therefore been adopted and will be circulated to affected parties for their commentary and engagement. Um, and then, um, you know, various processes may follow coming out thereof. And we, we would appreciate the very same support we've received from members and, for, and from colleagues as we move towards the finalization of this report, which in itself is, is another process um, that might take some time. But I think what we are all committed to is without rushing this process at all, is ensuring that we can get to a point where we can start to, 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 to move on the recommendations that have come out of this report so that we can remedy the challenges that our sector is faced with. Um, I think from what the president said, um, in the in the in the in the sauna yesterday, what really comes out strong is that we need to get to a point where we just do the work and we leave no one behind as we're doing the work that needs to be done by government. And our role as members of parliament becomes very important um, in ensuring that the plans that are set out by our government are implemented, and that we only that we do through the robust oversight that um, has 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 really been exuded through the work we've been doing um, in this inquiry. So having said that, I'd like to then, uh, I think, close this meeting. I see Honorable Litsie's hand has gone up. Honorable Litsie. Uh, Chair, my hand was up, but I realized you're not uh, seeing it. So I had to lower it and raise it again. And oh, I apologize because I was actually hoping that you are not summarizing because we have not concluded on a time period we are going to give to all affected parties to make their own comments on the report before we can adopt it and make it a final report. So uh, I am therefore uh, proposing that we give them uh, maybe 21 working days uh, for comments or some disputes if they have uh, so, so that uh, after 21 working days, we just uh, finalize the report and move from preliminary to final. Thanks, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Litsia. That definitely is an omission on my side um, to not have set out the, the, those timeframes. And I, I truly apologize to colleagues and thank you very much for, for that. Indeed, um, we've been guided uh, the, um, by legal um, to be fair in allowing affected parties three weeks, um, but maybe to be specific, I think the 21 days is very clear for them to interact with, with the document. And um, yeah, so yes, uh, colleagues will be given 
three weeks, 21 working days to interact um, with the document. Thank you very much, Honorable Litsia, for that. Colleagues, having said all of that, then I'm not going to <laughs> not going to repeat uh, whatever I would have said in, clo in closing. So this meeting um, has come to an end. Thank you. Do enjoy your Friday um, and, and do rest and reflect um, uh, critically on, on what the president said to us yesterday and how we locate ourselves as members of parliament, how we locate ourselves as members of the of, of the staff how we locate ourselves as citizens in in what the president would have would have would have would have said to us yesterday honorable litsie and honorable manani's hands have both gone up i'm not sure if there's something wrong honorable litsie <laughs> no i think uh, it's, it's not your strong day today we have minutes that we're supposed to adopt Oh no, it's definitely not my Sunday. I'm so sorry. I was so taken away by the president's speech uh, yesterday evening that you know, I think we can I'm, move the minutes to next week, Chair. I think let's move them to next week, colleagues, if that's fine with yourselves. That's fine with me. All right. Thank you very much, colleagues. Thank you very much, Honorable Manani. So I'd like to believe that you are with Honorable Litsie. So. The, the the hand would be having the same issue, but let me just check with you. Oh, that's it. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Honorable Mananis. Uh, colleagues, having said that, I think I hope uh, we are all okay with us moving the minutes to to next week. Um, we do note that there have been as there's a request um, with regards to next week's program. We'll we'll respond accordingly, colleagues, via email um, to those requests. Thank you so much. Uh, do enjoy your Friday. Thank you very much, Chen. The shortest meeting I've ever attended. Recording stopped. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. The meeting is ended, uh, has come to an end. Nele was telling me last week that I must say that, you know, the meeting is adjourned so that they can uh, close the meeting officially. So they have said it, Nele. Um, thanks. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Oh, we should talk. <laughs>